All right, guys, welcome back. It's Andrea. Are you ready to dive right in? Because 2023 is literally right around the corner. If you are not preparing already for 2023, let this be your wake up call. Please, please, please. Let's go ahead and get to started on that. I don't know. I'm outside in my backyard because it is such a beautiful day. So there's some people mowing their grass. I can't help it. So forgive me if you hear that. Everybody, it is a beautiful day here in Texas and I am sitting outside in my backyard so there are people mowing their grass the wind is blowing I pray that the audio is going to be okay for you guys but let's dive into today's video because 2023 is literally right around the corner I mean I was having a conversation today with someone and after Halloween it's like all downhill and there is just not a lot of time we've got Thanksgiving we've got Christmas we've got Hanukkah we've got all the holidays the next thing you know, we're going to blink and it's going to be January 2023. If in that time you are considering building out a team, this is for you because there is something that you really need to get started with before you even think about hiring someone. If you've already hired, this is still going to be good for you because you'll be able to take what I share with you and then apply that to what you have going on right now in your business. So let's go ahead and dive right in because if you are going to be building out a team, you definitely want to create brand culture. But how do you do that, Andrea? Explain. Well, your brand culture is really like, what do you intend for your business? It's about being very intentional about the boundaries you set for yourself, for your customers, and for potential teams, team members that will be coming on. And team members can be contractors that you bring on. Maybe you don't hire someone directly to your business, but you start working with graphic designers, editors for your videos, editors for your podcast, bloggers that are going to write for you, comp copywriters, things of that nature. So you still want to have some sort of culture for your business, especially if you have a social media manager, because that person is going to need to know sort of what it is you want reflected in that content. So building out a team requires first creating a brand culture. So what does that look like for you? Let's go ahead and dive right in. Welcome to the CEO Mindset Podcast. Whether you're the CEO of your life, your profession, or your business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and this podcast is the number one place to get tips and techniques for working smarter, not harder, using personal branding and authenticity. Now, hit the subscribe button, be prepared to leave a comment or review, and let's get started with today's topic. First, let me define what a brand culture is. I've got my trusty little phone here that I've got all my... Um, tips for you. I want to make sure that I get in because you know, guys, I can get a little long-winded. All right. So the first thing, let's talk about a company culture. It is, it comes from the top. So you are at the top, right? It's an extension of your personal brand. As a CEO, you are going to be where people get their direction. So I'm not even going to talk about this in this video because I've talked about it so many times before, but your personal framework is so important. You need to understand who you are and what you want to happen in order for you to do and be your best no matter where you show up because your employees your contractors are going to take their direction from you another definition is your company culture is the dna of your company and the values responsible for governing every brand expression customer interaction and hiring decision this is why it's so important guys and i'm going to share with you how to do it in just a second so don't leave i've got lots of tips for you 
it's the culture is defined by the comp by each company in which the employee lives the employees live following the core guidelines of the company to deliver unique experiences to the customer. We've talked about that unique and positive customer experience. That is going to come from the top, especially if you are building out your team. Your team needs to know exactly what you expect of them, exactly what you want that customer to know. So listen, I, I'm telling you, I teach this in my program about how to create not only a customer avatar, but also an employee avatar so that you can connect the dots in both of those areas. It is not a um, like something that you just kind of throw together. It should be well thought out, especially since your company culture is coming from the top. You're the top. So you got to get you right first and then you can start incorporating some of those values and the, the ideas and missions and intentions that you have for your brand. You can start making those um, those 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 policies and procedures that will um, be manifested when your team members start to come on and they'll, they'll know where to go. Run your business like the boss you are. No more second guessing yourself. Be confident in the decisions you make for your brand. Stop struggling. Run your business efficiently. Stop being afraid of making the wrong moves. Stop spinning your wheels and feeling frustrated. And let's go ahead and prevent that breakout of hives when you think of hiring a team. It's time to confront new opportunities, delegate those tasks, and package your genius to drive profitability. That's leadership. If you're ready to be that type of a leader, the one who embodies this, unleash your inner CEO. Project CEO cultivates powerful leaders, helps them increase their revenue, stop wasting money, and creates a seamless infrastructure for their business. Let's see if the project is right for you. Book a sneak peek today. Visit www.bit.ly forward slash demo dash call where demo and call are all caps to see if you're ready for Project CEO. So now that we know what the definition is, let's go ahead and walk into some steps for how you can create company culture for yourself. And the very first thing is to determine what makes you and your company different. Now, I'm sure you've heard this before. We've talked about that a couple of times, especially when we're talking about like promoting yourself, you know, finding your niche. Yes, you need to define what it is that is going to set you apart from everybody else. This is especially important when you are creating company culture because that's what you're going to be hammering and that's what you're going to have your team members hammering for you to your customers. So you really want to identify what it is. So this is creating messaging that is going to communicate that fact. So it's also about having a list of those non-negotiables so that you know exactly where to set those boundaries for your marketing, your 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 sales team for your human resources for your onboarding you want to have all of these things set in place but you need to identify what it is that makes you unique and how do you want that to play out in every area of your business you want to get clear about your values right and then you want to adapt them for your business again we're talking about pulling from your personal framework which we've talked about a lot if you've not heard me talk about that go watch some of my videos i've got videos on specifically what that means i've got videos on how to actually apply your personal framework so it's covered but for now it's important because when you are bringing people on you want to have already set those those boundaries and helping to um and in applying your value and your um 
personal framework to your culture of your brand is going to help you set those boundaries. You're also going to want to create those circumstances for optimal success. That's actually setting those personal values so that you know what you need to do and be your best. And you can then apply those as well into the culture of your brand because you want to make sure that the buck stops with you. You want to make sure that whoever you bring on board, whether it's a contractor or it's an actual employee of your business, they need to know where the buck stops. They need to know where the line in the sand is. So that is why your personal framework is so important. And when you've done the work, like way back when, before you start building a team, obviously, I'm going to help you with that inside my program. But when you've done that work, you already know what that framework is and you have those boundaries set. So now it's just a matter of creating those systems and processes and setting that framework up for your employees to stay within those boundaries. All right. You want to determine the type of experience you want your customers to actually have and the type of experience you want your employee to have. I am so sorry for this loud noise if you guys can hear it because I'm outside. It's so pretty. Anyway, also you want to structure your daily workflow so that you are creating the expectation of work for the people that you bring on board. So again, creating these circumstances for optimal success and defining your value and how you want to adopt it into your business, into your brand, is gonna help you also to create that structure, that daily workflow and manage the expectations of deliverables and sort of how you think they should structure their day to make sure that they are being productive and all of those things. And so you also want to next, you wanna practice authentic and organic communication. Start that now, right? If you are building a brand culture, start that idea of brand communication, how you're going to talk to your employees, um, how you want them to move up the chain in terms of letting people know what's going on, delivering, delivering on their work, um, checking the boxes of their day so that, you know, how is it going to go? How, what is the chain of command in your business? How will they be able to um, voice their grievances? How will they be able to make suggestions? Um, start thinking of those things before you start building a team. This is all a part of building that brand culture. Give, you want to get into the practice of leading by example as well. Talking things out, expressing your needs. I tell you this, this is a little bit of an aside. Most of my clients' issues have been that they do not communicate well with their clients or with their um contractors and they run into a lot of issues. So for one, if you have not set up those boundaries and those expectations of say a contractor, let's say, and they don't understand that they are actually representing your brand when they are working on behalf of your brand and you've not set the tone for what that should look like. If they go off script and say something or do something, then you are being reactive and you are having to come behind them and clean up a mess or you're coming behind them to make things, um, you know, set this record straight or maybe you end up having to pay for something they said that you wouldn't have had to pay for had you sort of set the tone in the beginning and had that tone to set if you know what I'm saying so having that already thought out and how you like to communicate and writing that down um, so that when you do start building out a team there's culture there there's like this is these are the intentions this is what we're trying to get out of these types of conversations but not only what we're trying to get out of these types of conversations but these are the types of conversations we need to have prior to one such thing I've talked about here before. You have to 
qualify these people who want to work with you. This is communication. This is using your words and saying, okay, I really do want to know what your issues are. I want to see where you're stuck, where your bottleneck is happening. But then I also need to understand what your budget is so that I know how I can fit what I have to help you into that budget, if at all. Having that conversation up front is important so that there are no surprises. You want to be open to feedback. This starts before you build a team. It starts with your customers by creating um, some sort of a channel in which they can communicate with you openly and honestly and so that you can get the feedback that is going on in terms of their project and then having a way to respond. So you want to practice um, being open to feedback, being, being able to communicate appropriately and how you communicate effectively. All right, next is you, and the last thing I think this is the last, yeah, you want to develop an onboarding process that manages these expectations as well. Remember I talked about when you start to onboard someone, it's a good idea to not only have a customer avatar, but to have an employee avatar. This because they're like your customers. We are in a, what are they calling it now? The great resignation. People are leaving their jobs leaps and bounds to start their own businesses, to leave the country, to retire. There are all sorts of reasons that people are leaving their businesses. And you don't want to run into a situation where you didn't do your due diligence. You didn't match the right employee to what it was you wanted to do because you didn't think it through. So the same way you are looking at who you want to share your business with to sell your products and services, look at these same groups of people, the niche of employees that you're looking for, what their characteristics are, create an avatar for yourself there. I even like to give them a name so that when you're thinking about hiring someone, and you're thinking about the role that person will play and the tasks they will do, you can kind of level that up against the the avatars expectations like you know the person that I want they're very well um, very well versed in this area they're highly intelligent they're this they're that and you can look at that and say oh well they're not going to want to do this menial task or they're not going to or they're or they will do it but they're going to expect a certain amount of money you can prepare that there's so many jobs out there there's so many opportunities and a lot of people are just leaving their jobs to start their own thing so we've got to be moving with the times, you know, we've got to update how we are looking for people. So we definitely want to um, look at having a nice onboarding process that manages everyone's expectation. All right, so if you are thinking of building a team in 2023, if you're thinking of starting to work with contractors, having a company culture, a brand culture is very important. I hope these tips were very helpful for you in how you begin to create one for yourself. I will run through them one last time so that you get it. But the first thing is actually to determine what it is that makes you special. Because as you start bringing people on, you're going to have to sell yourself in some way or another. And the people who are going to be working for you want to know what makes you so special, why they want to be a part of this, this brand, why they want to work with you. Also, you want to get clear about your values and then adapt those into the company culture because it all comes from the top. All of this culture is going to come from you. You're the leader. You're the CEO. They need to see um, what you're doing. So you have to lead by example. That means your communication has to be on point. Your ability to give feedback has to be a positive one. Your ability to create a positive experience for your, um, your team, that needs to be a positive one. They need to see you having a productive day, showing that you have some structure to your workflow and you have some expectations of them for the deliverables that they need to have and a system to make it all work. Then next, you want to um, 
practice that authentic and organic communication that we talked about. There are so many different personality types inside the program. We'll talk about all of that, but it's also inside my book, the BTB Business Journal. We walk through the various different types of personalities and how they communicate and the best way to communicate with them. So if you don't have my book, I'll definitely have that link down below as well. So that could be helpful for you. But you want to communicate authentically and organically because that is going to make sure that you have an effective and efficient communication with your team, with your contractor, who else is coming on board. And then lastly, you want to develop an onboarding process that manages everybody's expectations. Um, and I went through exactly what I would consider to do that. So if you're looking to build a team, definitely go ahead and start the process. Even if you are a one person show, start doing some of these things right now when you're working with other people. If you're in collaboration, maybe if you're subcontracting with someone yourself, start setting those boundaries in your business. Start creating those systems and processes that you can then share and you can have someone else duplicate them as they start taking on some of those roles so that you know your voice is being heard, your brand is being voiced and not theirs. And they're able to um, duplicate what it is you're saying and share with the customers the exact same experience that you're giving them right now. I bet you thought an inspection, balance, and alignment were words only used to describe a car tune-up. Nope, you may need one as well. As the BU boss, I work with people just like you, people in need of a tune-up. Let me help you become a more effective, efficient, and aware leader so that you can live the life you want doing what you're passionate about. Visit my website, andreapatrick.com today and click work with me in the menu selection. I'd love to get on a discovery call with you so that we can work on your brand tune-up. Remember, whether you're the CEO of your life, profession, or business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. Now let's connect outside of this podcast. Join me in the show notes where you'll find all of my social media profile information. Be sure to follow, like, and comment and engage with me outside of this podcast. I look forward to you being with me again next week. Go out there and get your CEO mindset on.